0: Hello, and welcome to Arms of the Tide. I'm Quinn Welsh-Wilson, facilitator. After I listened back to the intro from last week, I realized that I had gone perhaps a little bit far in the affectation that I put on my voice, so I'm trying to bring it back down to a reasonable level for this week. I don't want to set expectations too high for how I introduce every episode. That little side note out of the way, I would love to give a quick thanks. To the people who gave us 5-star iTunes reviews this week, thank you. If fishes were nicknames, Aolo and Nick Robertson. Those 5-star ratings and reviews help us out a lot. If you'd like to hear your username read out on the show, leave us a 5-star rating and review on iTunes and I'll do just that. There's not a lot else for me to say this week, so let's get into the show.
1: I'm Chanel and I'm playing Cleo. I'm Joe and I'm playing Lions.
2: I'm John, and I am playing Local. Last time on Arms of the Tide. Local had an encounter
0: with his rival, the unscrupulous businessman and owner of Advanced Placements, Robert Sirico. Sirico taunted Local, informing him that the meeting into which Cleo and Lyons were about to step was all by his design and could well be a trap. Lyons and Cleo met with Anatoly Favali, the Vice President of Operations at Advanced Placements, and Cheney, the representative from the scrap and Lyons’s stalker. After the meeting, the pair gained some heat from Advanced Placement guards and shook them after a tense chase, but not before they were able to leave a tracking agent in Cleo's car. Having called their friend and driver Chaloon for help, they found themselves waiting. Lonely under a billboard, we now turn back to Local 134 as he waits on the rooftop with Sirico. He cocks his head to the side and says, Oh, what's that? I'm getting a phone call. Oh, oh really? Huh, how curious. Well, it looks like things are just about done here. I've gotta tell you, I really appreciate your time and your dedication to service, but that's going to do it for me. I've got another meeting that I've got to run to. Toodaloo! And the simulacrum powers down, and the unit just stands there in front of you, somewhat perplexed.
2: Are you okay?
0: I... this is high up. How
2: did I get here? Um, You are being used to send a message. Yes, this is my function. Do you remember
0: anything of tonight? I recall that I was in my domicile, and I was attempting to make myself comfortable. You see, something that I do in order to calm is not perhaps the right word, but something that I do in my free time is the word hobby. Yes. I imagine ways that I might look, and I project those, and I consider myself. You see, I purchased a small mirror for my domicile, and I wonder what these people might be like, what their lives might be, what my life might be, if I were them, or if I got to know them. And then there was a knock on my door, and I answered, because I'm not accustomed to visitors in my home. I'm not entirely certain anyone knows my address. But I answered the door, and now I'm here.
2: It is best that you return to your home.
0: What if I go missing again?
2: Local pulls out from his shoulder a little thin piece of metal and touches it to the other robot in order to transfer his number over to the other robot and then puts it back. If you find yourself somewhere and you do not remember how you got there. Call.
0: I understand. My name is Mirror Unit 919.
2: It is a pleasure to meet you, Mirror Unit 919. I am Local 134.
0: It's nice to meet you, Local 134. Maybe, when next we meet, I can show you one of the faces I've been working on. I would like that. I apologize. I thought that we were at a good point to end this conversation, but I've realized that I don't know the directions for how I might exit this particular building. Do you have a sense for how I might leave this particular building, Local 134? Follow me. You walk through the building, and are you going out the way that faces toward the plaza where the building is, or out the back door?
2: I'll go out the back.
0: Okay. Okay. So you open the door to the back alley where the stench of the Tin Flats district would assault your senses if you were capable of smell. But there's a flare in your chemoreceptors, and MU919 looks at you and says, Thank you. I appreciate your courtesy. I have a strange feeling that we might be spending more time together. There's something about you that I find assuring? I hope that my wandering into your evening didn't cause you any distress. No,
2: you did not cause me any distress.
0: That is, I'm not sure that I'm familiar with this sensation, but I believe that that is a relief. Good. Thank you for giving me your number. I'll be sure to contact you. Please do. And he, in the awkward and trundling way that this skeletal mirror unit can, begins walking his way home. As MU919 continues on their way, you hear loud shouts from Cleo and Lyons declaring intent to visit Talim's buckwheat and barley bonanza before the echo stream kicks up.
3: Hey, local, really quick. We are, you obviously heard where we are going. The guard fard has made it very clear that they are looking for us and they're going to be trailing us and they don't trust us mainly because of our association with you. So it's too close of any kind of proximity. So just meet us at the warehouse whenever you can. We'll meet you there. Just hang out until we get there, but just stay safe and stay low.
1: Go home and feed the cats and then we'll meet meet you at the warehouse after we eat. Okay,
0: bye. So, with this information, what will you do?
2: Well, I guess I'm gonna head to the base.
0: Alrighty, we cut to Talum's book, Wheat and Barley Bonanza, where all that shit happened. This billboard for USB 4.0 that you're waiting under casts the only lonely light on the street that you stand on. Josette, what does it look like? This billboard?
1: The. It's a really weird one because they decided to go in a slightly different marketing direction than usual because the last one was a bit of a flop in terms of box office performance. And so the billboard actually radiates a smoky smell that is hints of smoke, as in shit, I burned something really bad in the oven, with a very, very heavy dash of irony blood and motor oil. And it was a very interesting direction to go, because the image on the billboard is actually a robot holding a dove in a meadow with a picnic basket.
0: So it is this sort of like yellow and blue light that is cascading from the billboard, From the sky and the flowers on the billboard where you stand that illuminates the street as a truck slowly trundles its way down the road. It doesn't have a trailer on it at the moment but often it would, and you see parked in front of you, Chaloon, who rolls down the window and waves to you. So, hey, come on, hop on in.
3: Cleo gives a quick wave and
1: jumps into the passenger seat of the car. Lions jumps up and actually pulls themselves through Chaloon's open window so they can sit in between Cleo and Chaloon.
0: You know you were facing the street. You could have come in through. All right, it doesn't matter. And look left, look up,
3: look right. Chalune, look left. please look drive. Up, we are trying right. to get away. Uh, we're, we're all
0: clear. Let's go. This is why. And the truck starts to move forward. What exactly happened that you needed to call me? I thought...
3: You know how we had that thing tonight that yeah? we had them... This, this is the thing. We just need to get out of the thing. Okay,
0: But like, what happened to your car?
3: Oh, well, nothing yet. They just put a tracker on it and I'm just gonna leave my car there. You sure you want to do that? Nope. I don't want to think about it.
0: Okay, because hey I hear you know that they've loon? been getting hey aggressive you know? with the hey tickets you know? in the area recently for, like, a legal overnight parking.
3: It's fine. You know what? If I worry about it, th- this is the best decision okay, no, for the mission. That's fair, and
0: I probably shouldn't ask guessing. you. I shouldn't ask you to tell me too much about what's going on in this mission. I'm sure that you're going to debrief with Wari at the end. You know, I might get a little bit of spotlight in that one because I was uh, the pinch hitter here at the end. Eh?
3: Yeah, while you talk, could you just put uh, your foot on the pedal a little bit harder. We're yeah. going about 15 and 30 miles per <sighs> All hour. Alright, so. you
0: you make a fair point. Let's live dangerous. I'm thinking maybe we crank this bad boy up to 18? 19? 30
1: mile per hour. You can go okay, that fast. 30, you can 30 go, miles. You I can get go it. that fast.
0: Okay. All right. That,
1: that's actually the minimum that you should be going. If it says 30, if the speed limit signs mean like that is the lowest you can go. You could be ticketed, Shaloon. You are trying to scold what? Cleo about where she's putting her car. So
0: look... You can Lions. convince me of a lot of things. I'm known for being pretty gullible, but I know the rules of the road, and I know that it's ridiculous. If you're driving in a 30 zone, sometimes you're going to have to park your car.
1: Lions gets so down So On the floorboards and reaches for the vroom vroom button. Hey, hey. Cleo is almost
3: vroom, bursting out of
1: her seat with
3: frustration. If,
0: if it'll get you to. Back off for a second. I'll pick it up a couple miles an hour, and you can turn whatever you want on the radio.
3: Cleo should look at this point much like the viral video David goes to the dentist where he busts out of his seat in the car because he just had his wisdom teeth removed, or he was, I don't know, he was put under that. Yeah, I'm sure that as a, like,
0: small child, he just had a a regular dental procedure. They probably weren't getting in there for those whizzies.
3: (laughs) Either way, she's just... Almost furious With how long this is taking Fine, I'll just put it on whatever station Everybody's favorite talk radio Thanks, maybe this will calm me down
0: I've gotta tell you I ate the biggest Fucking beefer I've ever had In my life, I'm talking about A foot long, I'm talking about Thick as my wrist And I'm just going, oh yeah Oh yeah
2: (laughs) Oh yeah
0: and uh, <laughs> I tell you what—that's why I was late to work. I'm talking about a
2: massive
0: dump. Cha
3: cha. Massive, massive dump.
1: Massive dump. Massive dump.
0: But for real, though, my wife did just leave me. And we cut to the warehouse. The ride back up to the crags is excruciating, but you have arrived. Chaloon has. Safely brought the vehicle to a full stop, ensured that the engine was cut before unbuckling the seatbelt, unlocking the doors, and allowing you to exit.
1: Lions immediately leaps out of the vehicle and onto the street and they just shake like a wet dog. Ah! Why? Next time we're walking.
0: Because if we're going to live this hardcore criminal life, I want to make sure that at least you get where you're going safe.
1: You do know that you can be ticketed for going below the speed limit, right? And let me just tell you a little quick tidbit.
3: The reason why I drive so fast is that if we're trying to get away, I'd like to actually live by getting away. I don't want to get caught because the people who are chasing us are driving the speed.
1: Speed limit!
0: Okay, but here's a question for you. Does it look like anybody followed us here?
3: I couldn't tell you. Actually, I could because
1: I could see every freaking car that was behind us.
0: Yeah? Anybody follow? I don't think so.
1: Well, there you go. You're thinking. And I will let you know now that you are way too slow to have lost anyone, even if you circled around several times, which you didn't. Driving 101. Chaloon, just... just read a book.
0: You know, I was excited to be a part of this job. You call me up, you say, hey, we need you to pick us up and I think, finally, it's my time to do a job with the people who everybody seems to love and respect and, frankly, you've just been mean.
3: For good reason. You do realize we're very stressed out right now, so just don't take it personally, but hey, this isn't Sunday morning driving. No, 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 take it personally. I want you to take it personally. I don't want you to take it personally, but I want you to take this note and then grow from it, okay? Yeah, you okay, know what? So what? Fold it up, put it under your pillow at night, and sleep on it. I just want you to realize this is just constructive criticism, and we do care about you on the team, okay?
0: B- okay, so I, I just true. I'm having difficulty separating the constructive criticism from the personal attacks.
3: I told you, don't take it personally, even though Lion says what she says, you should take it personally, so that's not that hard, I don't think.
0: I don't know if this is true, but I do feel as though you've called me a shit for brains, so is Uh, that part of the constructive criticism? I have not! So I'm just trying to get a clear message.
3: This is part your of your problem. clear message is that you just need to drive a little bit faster and read a book about it. And it's just constructive criticism because we'd love to have you on the team and help out some other time. Maybe even next time. But we okay. just need you to drive a little bit okay. faster, I'll, I'll
0: okay? Drive a little bit faster, okay. I'll, I'll work up to it. I'll get there. I'll get there. How long have you been living here, boy? 22 years?
3: God damn!
0: We cut to the inside of the warehouse. Is Local already back?
2: Yes. Inside the warehouse, Local is standing stock still, just staring at a wall, holding the mechanical arm that he was working on earlier He doesn't seem to even realize that he's holding it. He's just sort of staring at the wall and it takes him a moment to even react when everyone shows up.
1: Lions immediately charges towards Local. Local! And they skid to a light stop and like a cat actually rub against local's legs. Local, Chaloon is the worst driver ever, 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 ever. And I tried to push the vroom, vroom button and Chaloon was like, don't do that. Who does he think he is telling me what to do? And I am circling and weaving in between your legs because you're big enough that even though I'm wolf size, this is totally okay. Cleo goes up to
3: local and gives him a pat on the chest, which is the highest she can reach. How you doing, buddy? Everything okay?
2: Unfortunately, no.
3: Oh.
2: I... Received a message from Robert Sirico. He knew that we would be there tonight.
1: We got that message too.
2: What happened at the meeting?
1: A
3: lot. And basically, we are kind of roped into another mission for them where we were just going to start slandering and sharing information among other scrapped. And guess what? Anatoly gave us this job, and it involves Triscard.
1: Yeah, it involves landering Triscod or in, incriminating Triscod, i It's because Triscod made the breach and they know
3: that and they want to single Triscod and their location out, which obviously we were also involved in that. So I feel like the closer I stay to this or we stay to this, the better we can protect ourselves.
1: Lions is sitting, their tail wagging back and forth on the floor as they think about this and look to Cleo. I thought we were lying. I thought we weren't actually going to say bad stuff. We're not. Or true stuff. Or we should. I think that all
3: depends on, you know, what the boss wants. But that's all to them if they want to keep us on the inside or, you know, what? Like, are we doing undercover stuff or are we just going to drop it and pretend we never had that conversation?
1: We can't pretend we never had that conversation. And Lyons plops down exasperated
2: They knew that you would be there. They could tell you whatever they wanted. Any job that you do is not undercover. They know who we are.
3: But if they really knew, then why would Anatoly give me this job? As a trap?
0: (laughs) At which point the door slides open and Wari enters She is wearing some sportswear. It appears as though she has just been doing some sort of a workout. She's got like a a towel around her neck. M-Guy don't sweat in the same way, but there's still some secretion from the agitation of the fibers that happens that might be a little similar to sweat. And she's patting down as she enters the room. You're back. Yeah. You don't look happy. I always look like this.
3: Well, we are perplexed with the events that have taken place for all of us. It okay. wasn't going to be a piece of cake. We all knew that, but not to a certain extent we knew.
1: Laurie, I had to talk to Chaney.
3: Okay,
0: I'm sorry you had to deal with that creep, but I know. as the person who gave you this mission, I, I need to
3: hear what happened. They apparently knew we were going to be
1: there. I roll up so that way I am just laying not on my side, but as the dog lays when you tell them down. (sighs) So Anatoly knew that we were going to be there because rigorous Mortimus and Lions looks to local for the name because they know that that's not it.
2: Robert Sirico.
1: Right. So Anatoly knew because Robert Sirico Code knew and Chaney knew and so everybody knew that we were going to be there because everybody knows that we're friends with local because local is the best and they're jealous but Anatoly said that they want us to say that Triscod is the one who caused the leak at Ka Technologics a couple months ago, which I think is actually true. But if we were to tell people that that was true, it would help them because then, then, oh, oh, I remember because then Ka might fire a bunch of robots. And then the scrapped would be able to fill the places that the robots couldn't work anymore. And then the robots would be available for advanced placements to exploit their labor. Right? And Lyons looks from Cleo to local for praise and confirmation. Cleo gives a nice grin and two thumbs up. Lion sits up a little bit and kind of like... Looks at Local's hand.
2: Local puts his hand down and scruffs the top of Lion's head.
1: Lion's leg goes just a little bit thump 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 thum.
0: Okay, so based on what we know about Cod Technologics, they're also working to revoke some of the existing rights for robots. This could tie into that endeavor. But I also remember Triscod wasn't alone. You you had a clearance code from her, right, that was keyed to a few different people.
1: Yeah, they don't know that it was Triscod. Anatoly kept saying the court of public opinion, which I am still new to AO, because I was not aware that you had public opinion courts. And quite frankly, Cheney deserves to be tried.
0: It's a turn of phrase.
1: We do not have that in stall.
0: Okay. Did you agree to do this work?
1: Yes. Oh yeah, we had to, so we could get out of there alive.
0: Sounds like if Syrico set this up, that you know, you can't go forward with this, right? I
1: I don't. No, that's why we came back. Oh, also, we need somebody to stop by with some draining fluid and drain out Cleo's car. Oh, my God.
0: Yeah, so we'll get to that. Actually, let's let's just handle that right now. Yes. What scale of an operation do you think this is?
3: An operation where you're going to drain my car and get it back because someone was following me for a job that you had me do?
0: Yeah, no. That's that's gonna unfortunately have to be something that you do on your time.
3: Excuse me. You're gonna me? have to
0: go back in in the morning or whatever and pick up your car.
3: Rory, I don't know how to do that.
0: I'm pretty sure that Lions knows their way around an engine.
3: Well, you just told me I had to do it myself. <laughs> I meant
0: you all, like any combination now of you could go do it. Us
3: all together, you fine.
0: Could, you're a cell. That is a lumping together that happens, like it- organizationally. If you instead perhaps needed your car to be struck repeatedly with an incredibly large hammer, then my services might be appropriate.
3: So you you don't know any person outside of our cell that could do that for me? Someone they're not looking for?
0: She leans in and whispers, you know as well as I that you don't want Chaloon messing around (laughs) in your engine.
3: Oh, wait, my friend's a mechanic. I'll just call Luke. That's fine. Never mind. False alarm. But still, if I'm going to put my car on the line, yeah, I don't, disper-
0: I don't disperse the money. Yeah, I will talk uh. to Ashun about uh-huh. it, okay? Uh. Okay? Yeah. I'll see if we can get a dedicated mechanic. If not, sounds <laughs> like your friend Luke's got something and- he can do.
1: <laughs> the cleaning fluid isn't that pricey, Cleo. It's reasonable. You know what? If Wari didn't come at me like
3: that, I would have been fine. But instead asking me what kind of operation this is, Missy, I put my name and butt on the line.
0: I do that too. There's not that many of us is the problem. Yeah,
3: so we should work together. And if one person's car is on the line and they care about it more than frickin' life... Like
0: I said, if you needed somebody taken out of commission, I could do that. I don't... I'm not a mechanic.
1: Cleo... I know what caused this. You two didn't do your secret handshake when you got in. Oh, You're right.
0: Oh shit, we didn't. Mm. Everybody turn away.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Lions does and looks to local. We need a secret handshake too. Uh, ooh.
0: Ooh.
1: Skip. Uh, uh. Yeah. Yeah. I want ours to be more quiet than theirs, though.
0: Okay. Look, I'll I'll make sure that that luke gets paid
3: okay
1: mm.
0: i'll make sure it's not going to come out of your your cut of this job or anything yeah. but we need to on a serious note figure out what we want to do okay to That's to advance this thing i'm curious to your thoughts the way i see it this means if this is reliable information and i don't know that it's reliable information it sounds like syrico might have been messing with you yes But if it's reliable information, it sounds like Ka is launching a full-scale investigation. That means that either you can try to infiltrate the scrapped and go along with this job, if you think that that might be a way that you can, you know, strike out underneath them. But we also might want to turn our attention get in touch with Triscard and see what we can figure out about this.
3: I think we can manage both because we did not give them a time at which we were going to do the schmoozing with the scrapped. Okay. Maybe we contact Triscard first.
0: Okay. Do you want to make the call or should I make the call?
3: I can make the call.
0: Okay. I'll make the call. Uh, You guys take
3: Wait, I just said I'm going to make the call.
0: Uh, I misheard you. No, but I'll make the call.
3: (laughs) Logo, you want to make the call?
0: You can make the call.
3: Thank you. I'll make the call.
0: Okay. So Cleo is going to make the call. Set that up for whenever you want. Uh, We're on obviously something of a time crunch here, but you need to get your car in ship shape and you look, all of you, even local, you look exhausted.
3: I'm very tired and I have a lot of stress.
1: Cleo, I... I don't know how to tell you this in a way that is a nice way. So I'm just going to tell you, you're always stressed. I've never seen you not stressed.
3: I believe at the beginning of the night, I was far less stressed. Now I'm more stressed.
0: Yeah, from a strictly mechanical perspective. But here's something that might help reduce your stress a little bit. I'm going to go, Add I'm going to get in contact with Ashun, hmm. and I'm going to make sure that by the morning, the funds have been transferred into your accounts. Okay. Thank you for Thank doing you. this. And once you set that meeting up with Triscott, let me know and we'll make sure that you're, you're going to get paid for the work that you do there too. All right. So anything else local? I know that you are on the, the outskirts of this one, right? Yes.
2: Sirico taunted me during the mission but it feels as though they are progressing to try and strip not just the rights of robots but the sentience as well
0: i'll tell Ashun. um he's still digging through the data that we got from just this this can't happen um so, yeah, you get in touch, get me Luke's information, and I'll make sure that he gets paid, okay?
3: Yeah, I'm on it. Okay. I'm already dialing right now.
0: Okay, cool. And she steps out in kind of a huff. Uh, as you make this phone call to Luke, tell me a quick little bit about Luke. What's what's
3: Luke's deal? Luke is a human. His pronouns are he, him, and he is a mechanic. Cleo met him in grade school where there was a nice trio of friends. It was Luke, Cleo, and Sasha, And they had created their own gang that they were a part of because no one else wanted them in their gang. And they called them the they called themselves the outsiders and they dressed up like greasers and they hung out and had a really good time. What's a greaser? Well, a Greaser is people who help work on mechanics and were outcasts because they did not fit in with the rest of society at the time. It's more of a historical group, but they found comfort knowing that there were other outsiders historically. Yeah. And Luke is probably one of her closest friends and someone that she trusts very dearly and has known a large portion of her life. He knows a lot about her. And between their trio, um, it's almost like a safe spot for them where they know that it's kind of like a place where they can recharge amongst each other. Obviously, it's similar to how she feels with local and lions, but this runs just a little bit deeper. And there's also not that work pressure. You're right. You're right.
0: right. you call Luke and he says he'll take care of it first thing in the morning. How do you spend the rest of your evening? Are you guys gonna crash here at the base, or are you going to...
3: Uh, I guess Cleo would be on some kind of ordering site looking for things to make sure that she has all the right pieces or like can help Luke look for um, equipment that he might need to help defunct her
1: car. My sibling, Giants, messaged me while we were on mission to tell me that the roommate ate our peanut butter again and so I'm going to go to the market and I am going to get the biggest multi-pack of peanut butter I can get and I'm going to go home and I'm going to eat an entire tub of peanut butter just by sticking my tongue in
0: so I have a super important question that I'm sure that the audience is on pins and needles to know are you standing behind a shopping cart and pushing it around or (laughs) Have you slung a tiny shopping basket around your neck and you're biting the things and you're dropping them in the basket and then you're scooping it back up with your neck?
1: How does a dog shop? Well, because I'm getting the heavier pack of peanut butter, because let's face it, I prefer doing the basket around my neck and dropping items in, but I am getting the heavier thing of peanut butter and so I kind of have to push the shopping cart along.
0: It's rough on the hips, I hear. (laughs)
1: Yeah, occasionally what I'll do, especially when I'm really tired, is I'll actually lay in that bottom part of the cart and I'll just have one paw out and scrape, (laughs) scrape. It's a lot easier when Local comes with me, but sometimes people look at me funny for shopping with a robot that's clearly not a shopper bot.
0: And Local, what are you doing with your evening?
2: Local goes home to his many cats and he gives a call to transport b73 just to check in on them and make sure that they are okay he wants to make sure that like they haven't been messed with
0: yeah uh and right now everything it's okay like there hasn't been any weirdness with any customers there hasn't been any weirdness in the off hours like right now things
2: no seem loss of time yeah no no
0: weird uh fugue states or anything okay so morning rolls around. So Cleo, are you crashed at your place or at the base?
3: Yeah, base is fine.
0: Your phone starts going off. Hello. Hey, Cleo, it's Luke.
3: Yeah, I have caller ID.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, that's true. That is true. You could see that.
3: Use so your words.
0: I, I changed. I changed the the oil. It's it's all cleared out. Um, oh,
3: okay, thanks. But
0: there was some stuff on your windshield, and I kind of couldn't help but take a look at it. So there it's was bird th- shit. Well, there was two things. You got a, a ticket. Uh. You got a ticket for illegal overnight parking.
3: Uh.
0: Um, but um in the ticket, like folded up, there was a bunch of script and there was like a, a business card and mm. I, I looked at it and it mm. was one of those business cards where um you can imprint a message on it aside from the sure. aside from what's printed on it, yeah. you know. Um yes. so I picked it up and I looked at it. It was a business card for Robert Sirico from Advanced Placements. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I, I looked at it and the, the message that was inlaid on it, it was three of the eye emojis.
3: Mm. And then it said
0: XO, XO, R-S-A-P. Presumably Robert Sirico from <laughs> Advanced Placements.
3: You know what? Just, just I'll meet car. up with you in a little bit. And did you take your car there? Can you? Yeah, I, I drove down. Do you have anything to like hitch my car onto your car? Under it? Whoa. Well, oh,
0: you know that I brought the trundle. Good.
3: Just bring my car here, and... Girl, I got a lot to tell you. All
0: right. We gotta catch up. Thank you so much for listening to Arms of the Tide. If you'd like more information about the show, please feel free to follow us on Twitter, at Arms of the Tide. Mutants in the Night is a game by DC, and you can purchase it, and DC's other games, at dungeoncommander.itch.io. That's Commander without the E. Our theme music is by Aaron Katano-Siaz, and our logo is by Alex Marin. Arms of the Tide is a member of the OneShot Podcast Network. For more shows on the network, check out Asians Represent. Asians Represent celebrates Asian creators and diversity in the gaming community. Join the hosts, Agatha Cheng and Daniel Kwan, as they discuss gaming, genre, and representation with their guests, and occasionally argue with each
2: other to the sound of Agatha's beloved Airhorn app.